into the cloud. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturn Sisters May Prelude. I'm Stephanie, here with my astrology co-star, Shireen, and we are here to talk to you about what's coming up this month. This is going to be our abbreviated version. We're going to be coming to you in a couple of days with more, um, but we just wanted to give you a taste because it is May 1st, and we know you don't want to wait. Yes, and, <laughs> and we have to grab each other any chance we get. Yes. Schedule, so. <laughs> It is hard with one person on the East Coast and one person on the West Coast and writing horoscopes all day long, every day. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> one person's out. a night owl and one person's a morning person. Yeah, right? Yeah, but, it is hard. Yeah, but we're- Aren't you but proud of me that I'm up early for you? I am so proud of you. And um, we want our listeners to know that we are very committed to them. So we yeah, love you guys. We're sorry we haven't gotten back to this in a couple of weeks. It was just that- we really needed the Mercury shadow to complete so that we yeah. could get back to this. So we are going to, we're going to tell you a little bit about what's coming up um, in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so what's your, what is your, your key takeaway for May, Shireen? Uh, well, first let's talk about this uh, very intense energy we're in right now, which is why I really wanted to record this, that Saturn, Pluto, South Node jam going on oh yeah that is quite a jam jam is the right word traffic jam <laughs> <laughs> yeah Karmic traffic jam oh my god yeah everything is just like stuck in the tunnel going down um yeah so we have um so just last night saturn went retrograde um and then when did pluto go um jupiter went retrograde well, Jupiter was the first. Jupiter went retrograde yeah. on uh, April 10th. Mm -hmm. And then, um, let's see, I'm catching up with... Pluto was last Wednesday. Pluto was last Wednesday, which was... was Saturn yes. on Monday? I thought Saturn retrograded on Monday. Am I losing Yeah. It? Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Today's Wednesday. You're correct. I thought today was Tuesday. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. my mind for a moment. Yeah, so Pluto... Oh, on Monday April. was that intense retrograde energy. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Everyone was really feeling that. It's been, and today is really, the last couple of days have been sort of like major communication breakdowns also because um, we're- oh, three square Saturn. All those squares, yeah. Um, clear square Saturn is actually tomorrow at late afternoon. So we're going to be in that energy for a little bit longer. Yeah, and, we already squared it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we already had this, the Mercury square Saturn and we're coming up to the Pluto tomorrow. I know. Um, it's, and then Venus is going to go through that whole mess. Yeah. So we're going to keep getting triggered by this stuff. So, um, so let's talk about what it is. And, and, and I like, I'm also thinking about what's happening right now, like right, right now yeah. with, you know, like on the heels of these, all these retrogrades and with all of these little tweak moments coming up when personal planets are having conversations with uh, Pluto and Saturn and Capricorn is like, it is actually a big play prelude to 2020 to what's coming up then. Um, yeah. So, you know, for each of us personally and for the collective, we're getting tastes right now of what's coming up karmically. And it gives us a really good opportunity to do some, um, some healthy conduing of whatever shit is globbing up our, our own, our own, um, you know, pathway through our karma. 
Did you say um, Congoing like Marie Kondo? Yes, exactly. No, it's like, <laughs> like this, it's just this like new verb. Yes, exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Not everybody knows what that is. But yeah, um, we're talking about Marie Kondo. So like, you know, talk, thinking about like, you know, letting go of what no longer sparks joy in your life, um, mm. doing that hard, that's hard work. Or um, even more with Saturn and Pluto. It's like whatever's been like enslaving you or having exactly psychological bondage to right. old patterns, old patriarchal patterns in your life. Exactly. And it is so much about really the ancient holds of, of patriarchy on all of us and how it infects our lives each and every day. Our relationships to our body, which is a really important subject with everything in Taurus and coming right. up in the, with, the, with the new moon in Taurus in a couple of days. So that's a really important question to examine right now. So like, how is my body still enslaved to concepts, outdated, outmoded, broken, wrong, counterfactual <laughs> modes of patriarchy. How is right, it still, still like pleasing for trying to be pleasing or get the approval of some kind of externalized standard like number or perfection um, that we're probably unconscious of, that we don't Absolutely. even realize we're still performing for. And yeah, and one of the, the I think the really my one of my favorite tools for if you can't like take that mental leap if you can't do it through kind of like a dialogue with yourself if that feels too hard um just diving right into what Taurus loves which is the sensual relationship to everything so um you know now that it's spring and things are getting warmer one of the exercises that's so nice um is to just sit on sit on the ground or like put yourself someplace where take off your shoes outside someplace and do an earthing exercise where you really feel the vibrations and the electricity of the earth kind of coming up through your body and healing you um that's a really nice way to begin to heal some of these patterns and you can, you know, you can always come back to that. It's so easy and it's free. Um, and it, you know, it's, it's what, what in some ways what we're overcoming as we're overcoming patriarchy is how patriarchy has divided us from our relationship to the earth and, um, you know, our natural state, um, and, and made us feel like, you know, we are in some ways, um, meant to be, uh, as you mentioned before, like, you know, how our bodies are enslaved, how we're kind of like the property um, as, as women's bodies were properties of men. Um, and so we're not using our own bodies because we are property. Does that make sense? Is that mm -hmm. articulate enough? You know, mm -hmm. so how can you use your own body, whether it's for pleasure, so you mm -hmm. recognize it as just yours and for me, one of the ways I really love to remind myself about this when I forget it, and it's so easy to forget, is just to stand on the ground barefoot or sit on the ground and put my hands, my palms on the ground, wherever I am, if it's in my backyard or in graze a park. Like or, a what? <laughs> just graze in the grass like a cow on all fours. Right. Well, I mean, that's the <laughs> I just got this image of you. <laughs> Yes, that's what Taurus loves. Yes, I know. Lie in a meadow, just lie there with your eyes closed and your all your limbs outstretched. Yes, that's what Taurus yeah. wants you to do, and you have free reign to do that this month. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. Like, yeah, anything for embodiment, and also, you know, <clears throat> well, I think we, we can get more into that in the um, 
in the longer podcast for May, but mm -hmm. also just talking about the, the immediate influence, I think people are still feeling the residue of that Pluto station and Pluto is such a deep descent. Pluto, you know, now retrograding in Capricorn. But the fact that we have that, those three planets all lined up, I feel, I mean, as you mentioned, that's a prelude to 20, you know, what's coming in January, 2020, but mm -hmm. whatever's happening right now, there's such an opportunity. I feel at this building at this like spring kind of awakening energy to go deep into our soul's journey, our soul script, our, our, our deepest, deepest patterns, probably from like so many lifetimes to just look at, wait, where are we still feeling um, in that underworld? I always think of like the, um, the Pluto uh, tarot card, the judgment. And actually I've been working on this with a lot of my clients with the, the whole idea of like the judgment day. I mean, it sounds so biblical, but the idea <laughs> of the idea of like a life review at this point, I think is really important. Kind of like these people coming out of the graves, like waking up and then doing a review of those really uh, powerful moments in your life. Yes, so true. And one of the ways that you can do that, if you know your chart at all, is to look to your chart and see where, where Capricorn is, right? Because that's yeah. where this is all happening. Especially like around the 20 degree, 2021, 20, 22, 23 exactly. degree mark, or cardinal signs or Aries yeah. Libra cancer too are getting. Right. Planets. Right. If you have any planets there. Um, but you know, the work of the house that Capricorn is in is a really interesting thing to examine right now for to exactly to, to, if you're unclear on what your own ancestral patterns are and what yeah. you came here to work on, that can give you a clue to what it is. And I love that you just said, it's like, you said something about like the graves and waking up and just, just yeah. archetypally, I, you don't watch Game of Thrones. And I know that because if one time when you stayed at my house, when I was watching it and you were like, <laughs> what is this? Why are you watching this? It's so dark. Oh. <laughs> I know everybody's making that, that Pluto um, connection to Game of Thrones. And I'm like, I know I'm sorry i am not a game player. right i mean they literally had a scene where people were waking up in a crypt from their from graves so um and that was sunday night and so everybody is you know very much into this and i mean you know it's not an accident right i mean like these archetypes are in front of us right now because we're supposed to be looking at them but the way that episode ended going back to yeah. going back to the power of like just fucking up the patriarchy is that Arya jumped up and killed the Night King, right? Which is so Plutonian, just the idea of a Night King, like this, this <sighs> dead man who rules, who rules over the night. And, and his intention was to, what he wanted to do, which is really what patriarchy wants us to do in very many ways, was he wanted to erase memory. He wanted to kill this character named Bran, who was the holder of all the memory of what humans had done. And the Night King was about to kill him. And Arya, this young woman who had just spent years learning how to wield a sword, she's a warrior goddess archetype, <laughs> killed the Night King. So that's what we're here to do, I think, in many ways. Mm -hmm. I could see that. Yeah. So like, you know, to really like, so what are your memories? What are your ancestral memories? So what have you come here in this incarnation to examine and understand so that you can change the future? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. And um, it's interesting, the timing, if we look, because we always like to look at this story of how we had those back-to-back -back stations right before the new moon in Taurus. Now, and is this, I haven't even 
really delved into this new moon yet because I was going to do that for our Saturday podcast. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. is it trining Pluto? Do you remember the degree? I, I think it I'm is. I'm trying to remember. It's 14. Yeah. I, yeah. So it's Not kind of a loose quite, orb. But, but yeah, it's a loose orb. Yeah. But it's, um, it's something going on there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it, I have to say, like, on the other side of of this moon while we're still in, you know, we're still in the muck. We're in the, 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 the depths for sure because of all these recent stations, but right mm -hmm. on the other side of the new moon, which is this Saturday, um, it's exact at 6.45 PM Eastern time on mm -hmm. Sunday, which is Cinco de Mayo, which is, you know, a, a, mm -hmm. a pretty upbeat holiday. Um, we have, um, uh, Mars opposite Jupiter, which feels a lot more upbeat, you know, and allows us to sort of connect to something a lot more joyous on the other side of this. And like as we're merging, <laughs> what? Debauchery. Say that again. I couldn't hear you. About debauchery. Yes, it is. Exactly. It feels like that. Yeah. With Mars and Gemini and uh, Jupiter and Sagittarius, it really is about having fun, like letting yourself having fun after doing all this deep work. So yeah. give yourself that gift the in some way. Week is excellent. The beginning of next week is some of the best days astrologically um, <clears throat> that we have, like really good energy uh, mon next Monday and Tuesday. So there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel. And we also, um, I think, you know, it's interesting today as we're recording this is the Chiron, like there's been a lot of intense, people have been really feeling it too. It's been very emotional because it's not only the dark moon, but the moon is now very close to Chiron. It just went into Aries. Oh, yeah. Every time it goes into the early part of Aries, whenever it's in the late part of Pisces, heading toward Aries is very emotional. Mm -hmm. And that happens every month. Yeah, that happens once a month. Um, so that's, you know, really retreading, you know, all of that kind of dark material. But the good thing about the good thing about the opportunity to do that monthly is like every time you do it, it gets a little more it gets easier, you know, like, it, and it's become it, more conscious about what the wound is. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, just like remembering whenever that stuff comes up that you're on a journey. Are you um, feeling it? Cause you have, you're Chiron and Aries too, right? Yeah. I'm having my Chiron. Do you, feel like you just wake up with like this weird ache. Yeah, absolutely. Like this weird ache in the morning. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely, um, you know, there's no way to outrun it and you shouldn't want to outrun it. It's important work to do. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're, and if you, if you have planets, you know, around that degree of Aries, even Aries. more intense or, or, you know, in, in Libra or in Cancer or in Capricorn, again, you're getting yeah. some kind of those every time that we're at the beginning of a, um, uh, you know, a lunar cycle at that period of time where it's, you know, in those degrees of areas, you're getting a little tweak from it. So that's yeah, the early, the early cardinal degrees when the moon hits any of those early, like, let's say like, you know, one to six right now, I think we really feel yeah. six of the cardinal signs. you probably feel like it's, it's setting off an old wound. And I always feel like Chiron is some kind of deep abandonment wound or just this feeling of like, um, like a homeless. Yeah. A little bit of a yeah. wound for people. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's very much it's very much associated with childhood wounds that are deeply, deeply unconscious, whereas Saturn, it's more practical. It's also dealing with wounds and things, but we're usually much more aware of like the history of what happened in our lives, whereas the Chiron stuff is much more buried. But we can do the work of excavation and we get like opportunities to do it each month and it's really worthwhile to do so. This sure. is an excavation time with Saturn and Pluto both retrograde. I would say that's kind of what's going on. I mean, it's like 
balancing it with the beauty and our next podcast will really be focusing on that. I think that's part of why I wanted to just kind of do an interlude podcast because I think I don't want to, I think we're, I actually posted this quote a few days ago, one of my favorite, uh, favorite Thomas More quotes about how it's just something in our society where we feel like we just want to skip steps and just rush ahead and kind of miss the teaching of the moment. We're always trying to get to the next thing. Yeah. It really gets a chance to go through the whole process. And I think it's easy to be like, okay, May's coming, new moon's coming, but there's still a lot of, we don't want to miss the opportunities of this week before Saturday's new moon to really allow whatever the soul is trying to unburden itself of. Yes. Whatever we're relinquishing, you know, we don't want to just miss that process or, you know. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful, important opportunity to just settle in as Taurus asks you to do, to just sit there in the stillness and to feel it and to feel it, you know, allow every single one of your senses to absorb that feeling, to not be afraid of it, to face the fear of it, to know that if you do that digging or you just sit in the hole that's already been dug for a, for a moment without rushing through to the other side, that, you know, there's something for you to learn about who you are and who you've been and it's essential work to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I think that's actually a good note for us to wrap up on for now, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot more to say than that is what we want for you <laughs> between, <laughs> between now and when we come to you again. And we're going to be coming to you again this weekend with another podcast where we're going to we'll review some of what we spoke about today. Um, and we just wanted to offer the opportunity as well. Um, what we're going to be starting going forward is... Um, Um, allowing our followers um, to ask us a question that they have about the upcoming astrology or the current astrology or something they're going through, really any question you have, like you dictate it. Um, So if you want to post that on our Instagram um, um, or Or on Facebook. Yeah, you can ask us anything about the current astrology or um, Saturn return material, which is our specialty. Yes. Saturn questions, of course, we're always happy to delve into. Yes, that's our specialty. But, you know, we do everything. And one of the things we're going to talk about, I just wanted to mention this, um, because you said a moment ago, like not rushing into the next thing. And I think like one of the things, one of the reasons that our followers, I think most of them understand about working with us is that we're, you know, We've been doing this for a very long time, <laughs> right? Yeah, so like, oh, like 20 years. <laughs> yes, I, we're not newbies. And, you know, there's a lot of um, opportunity to, we're, we're thrilled that everyone is so into astrology now. I mean, just like, it's amazing. We've been waiting for this to happen. We knew it was happen. It's fantastic. We love that y'all are like super obsessed with astrology. However, there's a lot of astrology out there that is like, you know, the fast food astrology that doesn't really teach you anything, um, very often propagated by people who don't really know anything. So (laughs) (laughs) like haven't been in, you know, like don't know what an ephemeris is. I don't know. Like all these articles that have come out recently about, yeah, this is real. We should post that piece because I think it's important for people if they have a few moments to read it. Um, And so like, you know, not to denigrate anyone who wants to learn about astrology, please come read, study, do it all. But, you know, but just to know that like, we're, we're, 
we're, we've been at this for a while. And um, so we're coming to you with sort of like the depth perception <laughs> of, yeah, of this and, topic. Right. And the more subtle, right. Exactly. The more subtle threads. And also there's something about, it's one thing to just, you know, study it through memes and, you know, kind of the quick fix version. And there's another thing about, and this is a very Saturn teaching. It's, it's not just time and experience, which is very important, you know, but also like through working with people, I mean, you really, a big part of the learning is having done so many readings throughout the years. Exactly. That is it. You can't really even just learn it from a book. You can't learn it from, you definitely shouldn't be learning it just from Instagram posts. (laughs) Um, which, which is actually happening, which is kind of scary. That, I know the Instagram school of astrology, um, aye, aye. which is like, it is like soundbite astrology or something. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of it is misleading because people just make stuff up based on like, well, my friend is an Aries. So now I'm going to base what an Aries and, and, and what does that mean is an Aries? Like the, the sun sign is Aries, but that's completely washed over, whatever. We could just right, go around. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I mean that there are thousands of permutations in every single chart. We um, should do, that would actually be a great podcast. We should get a bunch of astrologers on our podcast and we should all just talk about it. Yeah. I think that's a fantastic idea. Let's, let's book that. Um, yeah. And so, um, yeah. And what you said a moment ago, I think is like the key to it all is like, you know, you can be a self-taught astrologer. I am, and I'm proud of it. I've just read hundreds of books. Um, you know, going back many, 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 many years ago, decades ago, but, but, you know, to do that and then to start giving readings and readings and readings and readings and readings and readings, that's how you learn to become an astrologer. Yeah. Foundation of, of, you know, and also, you know, it helps to have a background in some kind of counseling um, because you want to make sure that you're creating a kind of grounding space for your client. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff comes up. So, um, so anyway, um, we just wanted to, to, you know, we'll talk more about this going forward, but we just wanted to remind you that, you know, we're, we're here for the in-depth stuff. Um, and we're also here for the fun stuff. I mean, you know, don't get us wrong. Like right, we, we make it accessible. We memes too. <laughs> we, do. we make it accessible and we like to keep it fun. We want to keep it, you know, because yeah, Right. That's exactly. one of our specialties too is trying to translate it so it's not, you know, too complicated to apply to. We want to make it so that you can actually apply it to your life. You don't have to be a professional astrologer to understand. Exactly. And, and that's what I think. I was thinking about this the other day and I didn't get a chance to mention it to you. It's like, we're this weird bridge because like when we started, we were kind of in the space of making astrology, real astrology, more accessible for a mm-hmm. lay audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got like, you know, we Bust Magazine called us. What did they say we were? We were like, gonna like, Oh, I can't remember what the quote was, but it was so great um, about like, like you know, the bedside cosmos, bedside astrologer, because like at that point, that was kind of the like the go to for lay astrology. Right. Exactly. Right, we could still make it fun, but it was it would actually have. More. But it was real. But we were also making astrology less stodgy. Right. Like because a lot of our older colleagues at the time were a little bit too self-serious, you know, like, and there was, there was, there was nothing fun about it. So like, we're this weird bridge between like making it fun and accessible and making true. language kind of like, you know, right now, where whenever right now is, and that's yet true. having the in-depth, right? Like that's how I've right. always seen our work. Right. Cause when Surviving Saturn's Return came out, I think in 2003, it was, that was Four. The, yeah. 2004. Yeah. Um, that was the whole thing about trying to make this concept of Saturn and the Saturn return really accessible. 
Yes, exactly, <clears throat> exactly, which continues to be our work. Mm-hmm. So we never want to get too like jargony and out there so that you don't understand what we're saying, but we want to, you know, we also want to like- It's actually coming from a deeper- Yes, exactly. Exactly. Experience, yeah. <laughs> so on that experienced note, um, we're going to say, see you in a couple of days. Um, and we, and again, you know, if somebody wants to, you know, drop a couple of questions, we, we don't know how many questions we're going to get because this is the first time we're putting it out there that we're offering space yeah. for questions. And we don't know, we'll, we'll set aside a certain amount of time in our next podcast to answer some questions. We probably won't be able to get to them all depending on how many they are, they are. but this is something we're going to institute going forward because we know that um, you guys are really hungry for it. Yeah, great. Uh, thanks okay. for listening, everybody. Okay, see you in a couple of days, guys. Bye. Bye.